Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Acts chapter 28 from the Jesus Bible in every edition. Review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. Paul ashore in Malta. Once safely unsure, we found out that the island was called Malta. The islanders showed us unusual kindness. They built a fire and welcomed us all because it was raining and cold. Paul gathered a pile of brushwood, and as he put it on the fire, a viper driven out by the heat fastened itself on his hand. Then the islanders saw the snake hanging from his hand. They said to each other, This man must be a murderer, for though he escaped from the sea, the goddess Justice has not allowed him to live. But Paul shook the snake off into the fire and suffered no ill effects. The people expected him to swell up or suddenly fall dead. But after waiting a long time and seeing nothing unusual happen to him, they changed their minds and said he was a god. There was an estate nearby that belonged to Publius, the chief official of the island. He welcomed us to his home and showed us generous hospitality for three days. His father was sick in bed, suffering from fever and dysentery. Paul went in to see him, and after prayer placed his hand on him and healed him. When this had happened, the rest of the sick on the island came and were cured. They honored us in many ways, and when we were ready to sail, they furnished us with the supplies we needed. Paul's arrival at Rome. After three months, we put out to sea in a ship that had wintered in the island. It was an Alexandrian ship with the figurehead of the twin gods Castor and Pollux. We put in at Syracuse and stayed there for three days. From there, we set sail and arrived at Regium. The next day, the south wind came up, and on the following day, we reached Puteoli. There, we found some brothers and sisters who invited us to spend a week with them, and so we came to Rome. The brothers and sisters there had heard that we were coming, and they traveled as far as the Forum of Appius and the Three Tavern to meet us. At the sight of these people, Paul thanked God and was encouraged. When we got to Rome, Paul was allowed to live by himself with a soldier to guard him. Paul preaches at Rome on the guard. Three days later, he called together the local Jewish leaders. When they had assembled, Paul said to them, My brothers, although I have done nothing against our people or against the customs of our ancestors, I was arrested in Jerusalem and handed over to the Romans. They examined me and wanted to release me because I was not guilty of any crime deserving death. The Jews objected, so I was compelled to make an appeal to Caesar. I certainly did not intend to bring any charge against my own people. For this reason, I have asked to see you and talk with you. It is because of the hope of Israel that I am bound with this chain. They replied, We have not received any letter from Judea concerning you, and none of your, our people who have come from there has reported anything bad about you. But we want to hear what your views are, for we know that people everywhere are talking against this sect. They arranged to meet Paul on a certain day and came in even larger numbers to the place where he was staying. He witnessed to them from morning till evening, explaining about the kingdom of God and from the law of Moses and from the prophets. He tried to persuade them about Jesus. Some were convinced by what he said, but others would not believe. They disagreed among themselves and began to leave after Paul had made this final statement. The Holy Spirit spoke the truth to your ancestors when he said through Isaiah the prophet, Go to this people and say, You will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this people's heart has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and have closed their eyes. 
Otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I will heal them. Therefore, I want you to know that God's salvation has been sent to the Gentiles, and they will listen. For two whole years, Paul stayed there in his own rented house and welcomed all who came to see him. He proclaimed the kingdom of God and taught about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. This is the end of Acts chapter 28. So here we see Paul finally getting to Rome, and then there they haven't heard of him yet. They haven't heard any accusations come from Jerusalem, but Paul basically gets ahead and tells them why he's there, and they had to appeal to Caesar because um, the people uh, from Jerusalem did not want to let him go. And here he starts for two years. He basically preaches uh, without any hindrance and with all the boldness to the people about who God is and who Jesus Christ is. So let us pray. Father, thank you so much for this wonderful news, for the news that your son came to this earth to give up his life so that we would be saved, so that we would be given eternal life. Father, thank you again for this amazing gift that we do not deserve. And allow us to use this gift for your betterment, for the betterment of your kingdom, so that we can proclaim your name, so that we can proclaim the name of Jesus Christ as our Savior that came, died, and then resurrected and rose into the heavens so that we could be justified and be able to stand in front of God in all of eternity. So, Lord, bless us and protect us and let the Holy Spirit always go in front of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This concludes today's reinterpretation of Acts chapter 28. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.